And we're back again. Another hundred shavers podcast. And we're without Brian this week. Yes, sir. Um, we actually did a little well, even though we were off last week. Um, just because scheduling kind of I'm not gonna really lie, I, I I didn't even know if you guys were doing the podcast last no, week. Um so this is the second week in a row, if I'm not mistaken, that Brian Yeah, is, you are uh to put it in a better I'll, sense, I'll, he's not I'll, feeling well. I'll put it this way. Happens. I, 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 I have a news flash. And this week's Monday morning, or not even Monday morning. So, so I, I, I apologize for the blooper already, but no. So I texted this to our friend Kara, but I, I laughed at it way too hard. That I was like, I got to share this for the podcast. So in this week's Monday morning madness, again, obviously we're recording Monday at uh, evening, early, whatever you want to call it. But uh, it's just, just coming up with segments now. Yep. According to sources, Brian Appleby is listed as day-to-day to due to extreme intoxication yesterday at a wedding. When reporters reached out for Appleby's response, the 27-year-old degenerate had this to say regarding the rumors. Quote, I'm violently hungover right now. End quote. More to come later today. Um, and uh, last weekend, last Sunday, he went to um, the Eagles game. The really, really rainy right. kind of Eagle Jags and... Uh, yeah. May have had again one too many, uh, so that's why he couldn't last Monday and today. Really, I haven't played him really at Madden or whatever, but um, that's why he's not here. And I think you were had. I just heard uh, it on the news, so yeah. And you were doing some moving thing or something, so you were kind of weren't strong. That's your right, time. yeah. Because we uh, you had a couch time, yeah, yeah. We uh, had a couch delivery, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yes, new chair, same podcast. <laughs> you great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, w- this has got to be the, the the weekend of all Philadelphia sports. The Union won. The Phillies swept Advanced. the Cardinals. Yeah. And that, yeah. The Eagles are five and zero after escaping the desert with the last second. Here's why it wasn't. Miss. Here's why I don't think it's a complete perfect weekend. Because the Cowboys and Giants both won. That's right. Because they're still so, both they're both four and one, and we're five and which now. is unbelievable. And actually, because uh, I we, we have a phenomenal topic. I want to say that towards the end because I want to end with that. So I have a question for you. We know what the Cowboys are. I think they're legit four and one. I think that's fair. I think, think this. That, I, I, I'll get to my kind of Eagles thinking yeah. in a second too. But finish your que- uh, question. Do you think the New York Giants are the biggest four one fraud? Yes or no? Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's always one every year. Last year was exactly. the Pan- last year was the Panthers and Broncos. Both of them started yeah. out three and zero, and neither one came even close to the playoffs. Exactly. I hundred percent think the Giants are the biggest fraud in the NFL right now. That Although has a winning I will record. say, all three, I had the same kind of feeling with all these teams where I'm, I wasn't a hundred in terms of the NFC East. Of the Cowboys, right. Eagles, and Giants with their records. Yeah. And the Eagles are there too, because I was like, we haven't yeah, played no, anyone really wrong. that good. So no, you could make the same argument fair. with the Eagles too, if you're you New York certainly fan, could. Which they're probably saying. But I thought this weekend and next weekend is a huge test was a test yes. for really all three of these teams. Giants were playing the Packers, they won. The Cowboys were playing the defending champs, they won. We are playing the the Arizona Coyotes. Wow, um, <laughs> Cardinals. Still start with the C. Yes. 
And they were a playoff team last year and the first real mobile quarterback the Eagles had to face this year. So I was curious how their defense was going to go. I was kind of, because I thought, uh, yeah, I, this is kind of how I thought these two weeks were going to go. I thought yesterday was going to be a very high offensive game. Not any of the so defenses. It's just because of how those offenses are. Right. And I thought next week, because the reason why the Cowboys are as good as they are is because their defense and uh, Cooper Rush has kept them into games. He hasn't had to do too much. He hasn't. He only threw the ball like 16 times. They're running a lot. And they're relying a lot on their defense, which is okay. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a very interesting game next week because I think it's going to be – and I even said it to Brian the other day when we were playing uh, Madden where I was like, that could be a very low-scoring game because those are two very good defenses. I will say so, kind of like going into like the corner. But yes, first. but to your to your answer, yes, oh, I do yeah. think they're a bit of a flub. But I do think a win against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, even though they're not really the same. I, I think that I think that, that, is huge. that definitely shows something. And but and they already lost to the Cowboys, so yeah, and that was not a great game for them. No, so I definitely think they're they're you know like, yeah they're certainly a fraud in my opinion, but like. The fact that they beat the Packers, I think that shows something. But, like, I also at the same time, like, not to take away from it, I don't think the Packers are really, at least this year's team, especially without Devontae Adams, I don't think they're nearly, obviously on offense, they're not nearly as good. But, like, I'm shocked that I don't even know the Packers head coach's name, but I think he lost Aaron Rodgers and the, the locker room like a year or two ago, even though they've had great records. I just I don't really trust them. Like regular season, they're obviously phenomenal, but playoff time, they're just they're trash. And we've we've talked about that before on previous podcasts. Yeah. Brian, Brian and I uh, have had this had that conversation a lot of times. So many tra- times, I'd imagine. And I think we even brought it up at your bachelor party or <laughs> wedding or something. For <laughs> some reason, right. oh yeah, no, it was when you're at around the fire when yep uh, at your uh, bachelor party. And somehow mm-hmm. it got to the conversation of Aaron Rodgers or whatever being a Hall of Famer. And Brian's yeah. had his same spiel of in season, no, yep. no we're not going to doubt that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt yeah. in that. It's the fact that once he gets to the playoffs, he's average. He just has more clutch moments. Yes. Anyway, but, but no, I so do agree. I the Packers the are Packers, not the same. Though, they're not the same. They're definitely without, not the same. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. So playing low devil's advocate here. Don't get me wrong. They're still a good team. It's a very impressive win for the Giants. Who's actually I don't think I have this question for you. Who's the more them or the Vikings, who I believe are also four and one? Who have the Vikings played? uh, I know they played us. um, They beat the Packers as well. They beat the Packers. Okay. They beat the Bears. And the I think Saints in London last week. Saints are pretty bad themselves. I don't know how they won they uh, yesterday. So, um, so they almost blew. Ooh, their, they almost t- blew their game yesterday. Y- yeah. So I would, and I was against Chicago, right? Yeah, but division games so, are usually closer, anyways. Ooh. Yeah, they won twenty nine twenty two yesterday against the Bears. Yeah, it, it was here. an incredible. I bring up their fumble, bring up their schedule. So. Week one, they beat the Packers 23-7. The next week, the Eagles beat them 
24-7. They beat the Lions 28-24. Then that uh, last week against Saints 28-25. And yesterday 29-22 Bears. All right. With that being the, said, I think, in terms of I think their division, more of a they could very well take the NFC North if the yeah. Packers don't figure out their own kind of right. I, I, with that being said, with those scores, I think you just mentioned that kind of, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Minnesota is bigger fraud than the Giants, which is hard to believe because the Giants, I think, are so huge frauds. But like the fact that, like, look at all the teams you just mentioned that they won against. They won against narrowly the division, winning to do, but. Yeah. Not only that, but they they almost blew every blew every game. Um, and now, to be fair, you know we know you know I, I know everybody craps on Detroit for beating Detroit because it's Detroit. It's Detroit. But same, same time, though, they are the high. I I heard this say yesterday. It blew my mind. They they are the highest scoring team in the league right now. They got shut out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because <laughs> it's a lie. Um, yeah, exactly. So. But so the first, I'll get get to the giant, giant, just so we can keep this into context of the other sham team we're talking about. So for the Giants, they beat the Titans week one, 21 20. I thought that was an impressive win because obviously now we kind of know what the Titans were, but like, you know, especially the last like four, like three to five years, like, oh crap, it's the Titans. Like, these guys are actually Mm. good. But, um, but th- that's just why I think yeah. I, I can tell that you're obviously thinking different, which, which is fair. Oh, um, no, I was, no so, sorry. I was looking at their schedule. I'm oh, going to find this week. Um, but, you know, the fact that they beat them right out of, game, uh, out of the gate week one, I was like, holy crap, they beat the Titans. Yeah. I thought that was impressive. And then what we're seeing now is like, oh, that kind of adds up yeah. now. So. Then they beat the Panthers 1916. The Panthers. Panthers uh, are trash just, this year. Yeah, they, they just also just their head fired coach. Yeah. Uh, they lost to the Cowboys 23-16. La- uh, last week, they won 20-12 against the Bears and then 27-22 yesterday against the Packers. This is why I made a little audible O. Oh. Uh, they played the Ravens this week. Ha, 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 ha. fantasy points. But neither one really have that difficult on the schedule. Well, and again, I think the NFC East has gotten off to the easiest schedule to start off their season, which is why all these teams seem elite right now. Now, I will say, I think, again, the Eagles and the Cowboys, they're the best teams right now in the NFC East, obviously. But well, we, already in, kinda, one, we already kind of had that idea going into the season. The Giants are the right one. Exactly. And then the uh, Commanders are the Commanders. Yes. Um, but I will say... The Cowboys have the more impressive one. If you're really talking about these yes. three teams that are like, who should I trust? Even though you can't trust the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys beat the Bucks. I mean, that they lost to the Bucks. Very... Their only loss was the Bucks. They not, lost 19-3. Gotcha, gotcha. They beat and the that Rams. Was the game, yeah, that was the game they lost uh, Prescott. And everyone thought their season was over. Yeah. Um, then they beat the runner-up last year and uh, the Bengals week two. Beat the Giants, who we just mentioned. They beat the Commanders, who aren't good, 25-10. No. And then yesterday, they beat the defending champs, the Rams, 22-10. Yeah. So, like, they've, I think they've had a tougher schedule than all three of the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, yeah. uh, those three, you can argue they've had the, the better, the, the tougher schedule. Um, I think the fact that they're doing this without Prescott for most of it is quite impressive. It is. Um, so you certainly got to give them credit. But this is the true test between the Eagles and the Cowboys on 
I think he's going to be the true, you know, NFC East and division know, winner. Also for the Nick Sirianni era of the Eagles, he has yet to be the Cowboys. Yeah. I know, so this is, I this know is people will say, people will say, and the second game last year, we didn't really start any of our starters. And I'll say, cool. Scoreboard says you lost. I don't care about the yeah. circumstances no, around it. It's still 0-2. No, th- th- I agree with. Now, I-, I think what you're referring to was the game where the Cowboys almost lost to their the Eagles backups, right? Yeah. The last yeah. game of the season so, last year. Yeah. Because the Eagles that, made the playoffs. Right. They didn't want to risk hurting anyone. I think yeah. Smith was the it only didn't one matter that anyway, played but... so he can get his record. Yeah, it, it didn't matter anyway, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but no, so no, that I agree with. It's still owned to. Um, so if I am Nick Ariani and the Eagles, I'm thinking just it's uh, it, it, we're not you need to do no. what you weren't able to do really yesterday. I feel because you weren't really able to get the running game going until it mattered most on your last drive of the game. Yeah. Well, I, unfortunately, I, I missed most of the game. Actually, let alone almost all of it, because I I saw fall yesterday. Um, so I, I missed yeah. most of the game, unfortunately, because it was a uh, I. Well, unlike some people seven. who have a life, I watched the game. Okay. Um, <laughs> and for the most part, the Cardinals actually did a pretty good job shutting down Miles Sanders. Yeah, no, I, gave, I, 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 I tried to I watch some like, of the highlights just to see what happened. And it, it, it seemed like Sanders didn't get much runs. Uh, Gamewell had two yeah, huge say, runs Gamewell in the second was, half. I felt like Gamewell was being used more than Sanders was at times. Which, hey, I'm sometimes you just got to do that because, like, you're like sometimes you know, in defenses, like you're able to figure out a guy's r- running patterns and everything, and, mm-hmm. and and early on, just you know, get it, get it together. So, uh, so the fact that they switched it up with Gamewell and he was able to capitalize, I, I thought that was awesome. Now, what was crazy to me is um, this is the first time in quite some time that the Eagles actually beat the Cardinals in Arizona, which is great to see. Uh, so, and the, I don't know if they did this purposely that in three games back to back to back, we've played former Eagles. We played Wentz yeah, yeah. with the it Commanders. Is. We played Wentz, Dougie P. Dougie P. And then Ertz. And then Ertz. Yeah. And then uh, next week, actually, this upcoming week now, we got Jason Peters. Oh yeah, I forgot he's on the Cowboys. He won't be now. playing most likely, but hey, he's still on the Cowboys right now. So yeah, technically another former Eagle we're playing. Mm-hmm. He probably should, so. you know, probably call it quits. <laughs> yeah, he was a hell. He was a hell of a. He was a hell of a left tackle. I'm not going to deny get me that. Wrong. But... He's obviously a first battle Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong, love Jason Peters, but even after like, like the our Super Bowl run and everything, that should have been his last year. I know yeah. he wants to keep playing. I get that, but at the same time, like he's just so unreliable because of his injuries. Like literally, when when people announce like, "Oh, like uh, you know, uh, you know, oh this is great, they got Jason Peters," I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I hate saying and playing like this, but like just give it not even two games, he'll get injured. Yeah, and he's already hurt, so. Obviously, it sucks for the guy. I feel horrible for him, but, but that's just his. That's you just, just gotta know when to quit, man. Yeah, you're getting up there in age. Brian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even if he was here on this podcast, I would say the same damn thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. Brian, no one to quit rugby. Yeah, no. The flame's still lit there, so he's he's not going to. <laughs> yeah, true. So. That. That's the same but, thing you'll say for Kyle Poso. 
who was just named captain of the Buffalo Sabres, which is yes. pretty cool for him. Yeah, good for him. But yeah, yeah no, it's thing a great field of his, story. But yeah. the Poso quit. <laughs> Trying to look out for you, man. Trying to look out for you. Lord. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was a good weekend for Philadelphia sports, though. Fantastic really weekend. And the Mets got out. Yeah, that was that was the topper. That was um, just a sweetener. I know. It's like the first time ever I can really think of that we're actually going to talk about baseball on this podcast. Usually we're talking about <laughs> Which football. Which is really sad. The two of us are usually talking hockey. Yeah. Um, I guess but I right now it's... Very rarely yeah. we'll talk uh, basketball, but that was just when the six were in the playoffs or uh, March Madness. Yeah. We talked about a video game about ba- baseball. We did an unofficial official critique about MLB The Show. But that's about that's it. True. And how it's still one of the best video still game is. like series of all time it is yes it's phenomenal Um, but isn't it funny how baseball works and that i don't i don't know if the baseball gods did it on purpose that the way the the phillies get back into the playoffs is to slay the dragon that lost you all those years ago back in 2011 (laughs) you get the rematch and in order to get back into the playoffs you had to beat them yeah. Well, theoretically, they're already in, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, to, to, and, to advance. Yeah. But I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But no, so what was crazier? 11 years, years ago to the day that the Phillies lost game five in the NLDS 2011 was game one of the wild card series. Yeah. Now, that was weird. That was now, weird. Now, to me, this was, I mean, it's not nearly the same because. It wasn't as long as uh, as this playoff series I'm about to mention, but to me, it reminded me so much, ironically, of when the Sixers played the Raptors when they had Jimmy Butler. They lost in that remarkable. Are you talking about the 2011 series. team or? No, no, no. I'm, sorry. So Phillies. I'm talking. You know, Phillies. Chronos 2011. Okay. They lost there, and then obviously the time frame is different, but. 11 years later, they beat the Cardinals again gotcha, gotcha, to gotcha. advance. And then oh, I, got where, I get where you're going. Yeah, I yeah, where yeah. Going now. So then the Jimmy Butler team for the Sixers, when they had them, everything, they lost to the Raptors. And then just this past year, they finally, because I feel like it's been forever since they even beat them. You know, they finally, you know, they, they went out three games to none, almost forced the game seven. They won in six, thankfully. But then they advanced. I just thought it was very interesting how like the yeah. matchups just Jeffrey, worked out like Jeffrey, that. He they won, but it cost them everything because Embiid got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Just yeah. Sorry, I had to get the thing. I had to get the Thanos line in there. Damn it! But it cost everything. <sighs> Bastard. Uh, but no. So, but no. Uh, it felt so great beating the Cardinals. I, oh, I, yes. I, it would have been fine beating anyone. I, it just feels just, better the fact that we beat the Cardinals in St. Louis. And we we can say that we were the ones who ended pool horses and Molina's I'll career. be honest. You know what, line, And this isn't going to be the first time I'm going to go at the office. But it I saw be the before, the pl- before the wild card started, I think uh, ESPN or MLB tweeted something, and it showed a picture of Adam Wainwright. Uh, Pujols and uh, Molina, 
and it said mm-hmm. some something about like their last run or something like that. And yeah. I had the Oscar Martinez line in my mind of like, I'd like to think of myself as a nice guy or whatever. I'm, I'm going to make him cry. I'm going to make him cry. <laughs> and that's oh, what we did. Oh, I'm try and, and that's yeah. what we did. <laughs> we swept him. We swept him. Even better was the fact that game one, they were down 2 nothing going into the top ninth with one out. That made me nervous. But yeah. then the ninth inning happened. I might just have to watch the highlights just to relive that, just to make sure I wasn't dreaming. You because were not dreaming. The, the, no. They scored six unanswered runs and then shut them down in the ninth. Yeah, that was, that the, was, base, that was the baseball movie. Of the, the Phillies, that Phillies game was a baseball movie. You're it down the was. whole time. You're down to your last like two outs. The one guy who's the longest not being in the playoffs active hits your game-winning run, essentially. Yeah. Even though you paddled yeah, no, more, he hit your game-winning run. It, it, it was too good to be true. It was unreal. And then just, wow, it, it was incredible. It, yeah. it, it was awesome. But it was this so team, relieving. This team, is, this team is something else, though. They are. It really and and I will say, I will say the one thing I love about this team and the Eagles on why, going back to that uh, earlier conversation we had, why I love both organizations where they are right now is the culture. And this gets into our final question momentarily. Jeffrey. But Jeffrey. Are you going to give praise to Howie? Do you have to suck up your pride and give some praise to Howie? I do. I have to swallow my pride and just thank Howie. Oh, I hate this. I know. I have to thank Howie Roseman for bringing in A.J. Brown, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, James Bradbury, Kazir White. Drafting and that guy what the Rams did and get rid of all your picks. Yeah. Yeah. Or... Thankfully, believing in Jalen Hurts, even though I don't know and if taking, he's and going actually, to be the legitimate guy, but he's showing a lot right now, which is yeah. awesome. But One the fact of the that he trusts him enough had to make is is not trading freaking what five first round picks for Russell Wilson, who's trying to be shit this year. Yeah, or going after Watson. Which they were, oh, they were thank God for that. There. Yeah, but no, I know. I'm so glad those rumors shut down. Yeah, and Watson said no. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, back to the Phillies. <laughs> yes. That was just it's so much fun watching this team because I feel like even though there's still weaknesses here and there on the team, there are. Don't get me wrong, there are. It's weird to see and. Even the teams at the 2011s and that kind of era of the yeah, Phillies. I was 2007 to 11, yeah. Yeah, and how great like that front end of their lineup was and you make it a coach hit yeah. here and there. This team, I feel like nobody really, experts, really say how kind of depth, how deep yeah. their offense truly is at times. And it's not necessarily... This team is deep. It's not necessarily getting hits. That ninth inning, there was really nothing big hit. No, it, it, was, Harper, it was small ball. Bryce Harper it walked. Was small ball. Nick Castellanos walked. Schwarber, I believe, walked. No, he got out. Someone, Sorry. No, he got out. Yeah. I think and then Hoskins, Alex Bohm, he Hoskins took started a, that inning, and then he got the second yeah. out. Uh, Alex Bohm took a uh, beam. He got beamed in the shoulder yes, and the and, head. But what I loved about his response. He was like, yeah, let's most go. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He gave the let's go. 
most of the time I would be, if I was in that scenario, I'd be pissed off with you. What are you doing? Now I'm sure it was not intentional. It was Again, not intentional. Like that, dude, all, that dude could not. He was rattled. Fastball. He was rattled. So this the is, fact that this like, is what it was. Yeah. He was put out there to get five outs. He was throwing a hundred pitch over a hundred mile hour pitches. All the time, dude. Thirty pitches, over thirty pitches. But for hundred miles an hour, you're gonna get tired. Oh, hundred. At some point, you're gonna have some now, cramping or blister or, or whatever. Yeah. Something's and, gonna. And that was the weirdest thing. He came out due to an injury, not even because the pitcher was saying, "Hey, we're pulling out because you're getting shelled right now." It was because of an injury. Imagine if he never got injured, and then that's going to get shelled. Yeah. <laughs> But no, so I will say. And then they're like, "Fuck it, with, I'm not, we're not going to risk any more guys. Yeah, we're right. just going to take the L." No, no, I will say with Boom though, I loved his response. I thought it was awesome. Uh, so, and, but again, just hit, and the whole team, and also, um, it, rightfully so, Rob Thompson got rewarded today with a two-year extension, which I, I think oh, I that's the that. perfect. Yeah, he got rewarded with a two-year extension according to Jim Salisbury. Uh, a two, I think it's the perfect rightfully length so. for a contract. Um, yeah, no, so he, no, and uh, literally like th- five players immediately when the news came out, five players quoted the tweet uh, uh, about the news and was like, they're so supportive of Thompson. It, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like this team all together, um, yeah. this is what a true team looks like Even, along with Eagles. Like the whole thing, like, inside thought- and out, everyone has each other's backs. There's no... You know, it, there's there's no like it's all about me. It's literally the it, it's these guys are all like one giant I think brother. People, the people who may have thought you were going to lose that series, which I didn't even the whole how the playoffs yeah. set up. I felt I, I felt confident. I would have played the Cardinals the whole way. I didn't uh, think I, gonna... I I wanted I wanted to play them for revenge and redemption. That, and got also because I thought we could take them. I thought we could. Yeah, take no, them. Absolutely. All it took all it took was shutting down. Essentially, Goldschmidt and Arno, uh, Arenado. Arenado. Which the pitchers did. They got like one hit out of the two. If that. And then, and then I think Goldschmidt got every hit by other, a pitch. That was it. Yeah, and then almost every other um, at-bat, they struck out, essentially. When it mattered most, yeah. Yeah, especially when it mattered most. Sir Anthony Dominguez, and I will say Redemption Arc was – at an all-time peak, would he shut them or uh, shut them out back to back? I was getting really worried. <laughs> no, 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 I was, I, you, I was a, I was a wreck, w- like walking around, pacing back and forth. Woo. And now you're, I, blowing, I was, you're blowing up my phone, like Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I'm trying yeah. to watch this. <laughs> I know. I try not to blow well, this for yeah. you because you're on delay. <laughs> yeah, stupid stream. But anyway, it's all good. They're facing the Braves, and that, yes. that's going to be a great series. That's going to be a great series, and that's how uh, how we wanted the next series to go. I didn't, re- even though I think it would have been tough, but I think we could potentially maybe go against the Brave or Dodgers. But for the Braves, I'm just trying to take it one NC- game at a time and one series at a time. Kind oh, of that's, thing. oh, that's weird because the the Nets were actually the opposite of that. Um, and that's that, right. Uh, somehow, that's right. The Mets have forgotten their DNA of um, completely shitting the bed near the end of the season. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it, every fan base knows your DNA. The, we know this better than anyone. Whenever you get <laughs> Cole Hale, whenever you get a good outing from a pitcher, for a, if you're a Phillies pitcher and you're getting a really good outing, you're not going to get any no offense. run support. Yes, 
Nola knows this. Roy Holiday knew this at times. Cole Hamilton knew this the best. Zach Wheeler knows this. Aaron Nola knows this. If you already mentioned him, yes, I did. Uh, there you go. All right. First one, he was the first one I mentioned. But well, there you go. I need to mention. Essentially, yes, we know as a Phillies DNA that that's going to happen, and we're going to have our hairs pulled out, and our ages are going to uh, go up like two years because I would say five. Make, yeah, they're going to make it go down to the wire every time. Every time. But yeah. we know this because we're smart. And like we know our team. And Mets. The Mets believed in their own BS and thinking that somehow because they were first place for a hundred and some games or days or however long there was, they were in first for the longest time. I thought, oh, we're shooing to represent the NL in the World Series. Here's the best Hernandez part. Believed they should it know from he the thought, past. Yeah, Keith Hernandez believed this because he thought. Hey, Keith, do you want to throw out the first pitch for a playoff game? Yeah, I, I got cause... I got a front row ticket at City. I'm oh, sorry, Texas Bank Park. Sorry, type of there. My bad. Yeah, he thought the Phillies' defense was so bad, even though the bets. You know, I'm assuming this isn't the first time he was sending Booth and the bets, and the bets haven't always been great. But there's that. Mets fans believed it. And at the end of the day, Buck Showalter also believed it. Because for some reason... He should know better. Youth of went all to the, people, Buck It was Showalter a high-risk, high-reward. Extremely. Of, you know what? I'm not going to start my best <clears throat> pitcher. Because in I want him rested in game one. Because I want him rested for when we had to go play the Dodgers, who we don't know we're actually going to be playing yet because, you know, we have to go past the Padres first. You just you just did the two biggest no-nos I have in all sports. Yeah. And that, one, if, I, like, if I'm a leadership guy or leader mm-hmm. in the clubhouse or locker room, wherever you're at, if you're a, a captain, coach, manager, whoever... Yep. And you're a leader and you're trying to learn about like the culture of your team, like do this, make sure you're doing that. You also have the no-nos. Don't do that. Don't, don't. Yeah. One of my big no-nos is don't look ahead because if you underestimate the team you're about to play too much, it's going to cost you. And it happens a lot more than you think. It happens more in like, Sports where it's like maybe eighty-two game season and stuff like that. Yeah. Football doesn't happen because it's a week by week basis. Exactly. So, so you, you have, have more time week. to prepare and actually, it, 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 you know, there's less games, so it matters more. Yeah, but and the other no no is, um, don't give any motivation to your opponents to yeah, get no. even no, more no. motivation to try to beat you. You did no, that no. and no, just no. said, no, no. hey. We are not going to start our first game because we think we're going to beat you easily because we have Max Scherzer and he's and the only they were so they were so confident they were going to win game one that they were like oh even if it was going to be a a walk in the park if we lose a game we'll just have him for game three instead of the game one against the Dodgers Um, you have to win game one first and uh, Scherzer got destroyed. Yeah, which honestly was kind of nice to see. It was. It was nice to see. So. But you can't you just can't do that. Like Buck Showwatcher lost it essentially, I think. I think he lost yeah. it. Yeah. 
If he just, uh, I thought, and again, and say, that's why it surprised he, me so much is because like, Buck Showalter, he's a seasoned tr- veteran. He knows better than that. And if you trust your pitchers or whatever, like we have Ranger Suarez going to Max Freed, like th- that's a lose lose for us essentially because we're going yeah. against Freed and we're going having Suarez, which at times and no is offense, well, like, other times, yeah. But either way, right. best he lasts the, five innings. Yeah, favor is in the Braves' hand. But you still do it because you hope they can get some games out of you. Exactly. Trust your pitchers. Like use them for game one or two, and just go from there. Yep. Exactly. And in, a, in a series like three games, it's not the same. But in a five or seven game series, even if you lose game one, it's not necessarily yep. the worst thing in the world. You can come back from it. it, it it's not. You, Sometimes you play, it's a three game series, and now this this is a little rare because. Um, it's the first time they the, did a three game series for a while. Exactly. So that no, to be fair, everyone had to kind of adjust that, which I get. But now, if it was a one game playoff, um, you know, uh, wild card, it would have been completely different. You would have obviously seen the ground go in game one or the, the, the wild card in general period, and then you probably would have seen for Phillies. You still probably would have seen we, Zach Wheeler, in, in my opinion, um, which is fair. But um, you know, everyone you had to automatically had to think. adjust. I'm going to no. the next round because my you team can't. is that good. But exactly. believe it or not, and again, I'll bring it back to the Philadelphia sports, just because you have shiny new toys does not guarantee you anything. The 2011 Philadelphia Eagles, the dream team, thanks to Vince Young. Oh, man. I uh, Sometimes awesome, the shiny awesome new toys uh, don't oof. work out for you. No. Just because no, you have a great team on paper does not guarantee you anything. Don't take it for granted. If you do, you may end up losing because it's just going to cost you at the end of the day. Like it's, I just don't understand how you could. Again, it's a great, if they win that game, it's a great reward because then you have, you could have to draw for that first game, but that obviously didn't work out for them. So that was a very, very dumb thing to do. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of my big no-nos of not of what you kind of do is not give any more in, uh, ammunition for your opponent, which I think is the reason why they were able to be Scherzer so well. Not that it couldn't happen already because both Scherzer and DeGrom got destroyed by the Braves, literally their last start of the season, both their last starts of the season. Um, so I feel like you kind of saw this kind of Going back to my yeah. original point, uh, the Mets kind of struggling near the end, and the fact yeah. that you let the Braves catch up to you, and then you went to the wild card. If you had against the Phillies, I would have understood because you own the Phillies all year. So if you did against us, it made it would have made sense. But I, I was very, I this is I the playoffs set up perfectly for me is how that worked out. Is them paying the Padres? This is that they were going to do something dumb, or one of their two aces was not going to be all that great and let's be honest here and he's a sure about hall of famer and scherzer same thing yep. as what we were saying with uh jason peters but just remember at the end of last season he said he felt like his arm fell off that's right because he got you see so you, so you gotta know tired. he's getting the up him. there he's getting up there in age so as dominant as he is the one guy you want to if you're going to prefer him or DeGrom, one of the best pitchers in baseball right now, you're going to go, I'll take Scherzer. I'm going to take my chances. Yeah. 
and it worked for them. I think they they may have won it without it, but I think because of the fact that they didn't start their ground in game one, that added more to the factor of it. I think so because then for some reason they gave San Diego the huge advantage of like they're literally not starting. They're not starting one of the best pitchers, like you said, in all baseball right now. That's a huge advantage for us. And let's take advantage. Not only did they take advantage, they really took advantage. Yeah. They, and they then they had and because of that, they had the storm game too. They had to change up the yeah. gameplay because they lost. They thought they were going to win. Yeah, and and you know, thankfully for the Mets' sake, they won game two. But then they had so – I don't even know who started game three for them. But either way, it, it didn't work out in their favor. Nah. Yeah, Musgrove shot him so, And they thought he was kind – of, by the sixth inning, they no. thought he was cheating, even though he was not. Yeah. And <laughs> that I'll made me go, laugh. I'll go to my second uh, uh, office quote of uh, the day. It made me think of the remember the episode of The Office where Jim and Pam are touring that uh, daycare, and Jim walks in on the guy in the bathroom. Yep. And they're in the and they uh, in the meeting. Pam go or Pam goes. Is this because we uh, saw you? Uh, is like, are you sure this meeting isn't going well because you're just not that nice of people or something like that? Yeah, I it, thought, it's like you think yeah. I, I was like because when that happened, like, are you sure you're not losing because you're just your team just isn't that good and not that it's like cheating? not as good as he thought it would yeah, be. Yeah, your, your team is not that not as good, and it's not the fact that the yeah. other guy's definitely not cheating. He's yeah. just owning you guys. He's just a good pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So no, but that, that was just nice to see. Um, but so that kind of leads. But that to the, leads the great me question. to a question of you, which I mentioned a couple of times. Is my two yeah. one of the two biggest no nos I have. If you're doing, yeah, in a big game, don't say this in public and mm-hmm. or to the press or anything. Don't say we're going to destroy these guys or yeah. they're without their quarterback or some star player. We're going to run them over because this guy's not playing. Yeah. Do not say that out loud. You're going to. I would them. say. Not like nine times out of ten, it's probably going to come back and haunt you. But the one oh, yeah. out of ten times, it probably doesn't. It doesn't do really anything. But you still don't add more fuel to that. No. So my question to you is: is what is yours when it comes to that? Of if you're one of those guys in a leadership yeah. role of a team, and he said, "These are don't do these." Like, what are your two biggest? So yeah, so we'll kind of do it one at a time. So first, let's do the you know things. Not to do, slash say. Not to say is you know cover two of them exactly. Is don't give the other the opposing. I don't care who you play. I don't care what the record is. Don't give them any sort of motivation. If they are missing half of their star lineup, you could still lose by twenty for all you know for football or a couple runs. Mm-hmm. You get shut out. Get no hit. Whatever it doesn't matter the sport or the team or or whatever. Do not you know. Just essentially underestimate them. I think that's so many teams' biggest downfall. Like literally, looking at Jacksonville uh, when the Eagles played them, um, people were like, "Oh, like this is a really tough test." And and in the back of my head, I was like, "Is it really? Like it's Jacksonville? Like I didn't yeah. think it was that I know tough it's a Doug test." P, but it's still the Jaguars. Yeah, but it, it's Jacksonville. You know, like they finished, I think, dead last again. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Close but um, yeah, but just, so they were just saying last year. But um, but that's <laughs> right. Oh, that was funny. Uh, but no, so that that's a perfect example because I liked what everyone else was saying. And, uh, I, you can I'm say actually, that with the Lions uh, too. If we're going back yeah. to the Eagles, 
It's not really easy. Oh, it's a Lions. We destroyed them. We destroyed them last year. Since last year, yeah. So with with that being said, though, I think because I kind of funny, funnily enough, I'm not. I I didn't listen to my own own advice. Was no, I just thought it was the Jaguar, Jaguar, Jacksonville. You know, before I know it, you're down fourteen nothing in the first quarter alone. So it's like holy crap! Like it it was like it showed good adversity. So it's like. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Never underestimate. Yeah, if you're your also opponent. a Flyers fan. You should know not to do that at the beginning. Exactly. With. Exactly. So say so that there's that. Never underestimate them. Now the other big no-no is I would say never make it about yourself. Make it about the team. Yeah. Never what like you know. Don't get me wrong. It's great to have like individual accomplishments and rewards and or awards. However everyone put it, and also just. Individual stats. I think that's awesome. Don't go wrong. Like strive for that. I think it's great. Help motivate yourself. End of the day, it's always about the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that's like the biggest thing. Like it, you know, I'm a huge. When you you know this, like I'm a huge like you know, you know I, I I get it for like the, there's a locker room team guy. I think everybody always needs one or two locker room team guys in the locker room for baseball, hockey, football, whatever it is. But like. When it comes to like a cancerous teammate or cancerous cancerous locker room player, you don't need that in your locker room. Like, like there's, you know, again, like for example, the Miss Obvious one was that with Sean Watson possibly coming to the Eagles. You don't need that. I don't care how talented he is. Everyone knows that the situation off the field. This guy, in my opinion, shouldn't even be playing the NFL. Period. Ever again. So, like hypothetically, if you bring him in, you know, actually, we'll say with with the Browns. Because he's on Cleveland, obviously not playing, but he's on Cleveland now. Let's say the Cleveland Browns are five and zero. You know, uh, you know, hypothetically, where the Eagles are, and he's coming back what week eleven or twelve? Eleven. Let's let's give him. Let's say that they're ten and two, hypothetically, going or sorry, ten and one, going into Sean Watson's return. The moment he comes back, I mean, him, I'm sure he's still around the locker room. I would think he just can't play. Yeah, he was just pushed a lot back into the facility uh, this week. Okay, well, there you go. It doesn't make sense. You're suspended. You shouldn't be allowed into the facility where it, it's suspended. It, it's the, it's, I don't understand. It's the NFL. Just... It's Roger Goodell. Who knows? But no, so like, let's just say he's coming back this week, which is true. But let's say if this is week 12, hypothetically. Actually, we can actually um, do it for this week. Dak Prescott could potentially come back this week for the Cowboys. All right. That, 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 that's, a, that's a good one, too. Uh, but I don't feel him as a. All right, but you know, I just—I'm not saying cut yeah. this player. I'm just saying, yeah, if you're yeah. saying, oh, I, I'll rather play Cooper Rush than Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm with you now. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's that. But like, you know, for me, most of the time, it's like with hockey, it's easy because there's a lot of them. Evander Kane is a very easy target for a yeah, cancerous player. Yeah, Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, Tony D'Angelo is another one. Um, you know, like it's you. It's one thing to to. To say like, oh, this Honestly, is where teams. About. I know it's, but, yeah. you could make the argument for Wentz. You could no, hundred percent. You certainly could, and, and that's probably why the team was so crappy over the last couple years as it was because no one trusted each other. It seemed like, or there is no. even talks about like and everywhere hey, like, he goes. It seems like there's always some kind yeah. of locker room. Why do you issues? think Indianapolis got him rid of him after one year? Yeah. And Washington's um, having yeah. the same issues. No. Okay. Apparently, yeah. So. But now, literally, look at the team right now. Look at how Jalen Hurts interacts interacts with his teammates. That's a true leader right there. When something wrong, I will always thank him for 2017. He's a huge part of that Eagles Super Bowl. Without him, 
I don't think they even sniffed the playoffs that year. To be fair, I love I love Foles, but I don't know if he had it all all year long. He got hot at the right time. I always love Nick Foles. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, I think without Carson Wentz having an MVP season, we would definitely wouldn't have had first seed, let alone uh, probably even won the NFC East. You, you, you just never know. But I will say that I think, especially throughout, like because he, I get it. You want to be the guy, but again, that's the problem. He wants to be the guy, and when he got hurt, not his fault, just freak injury. When he came back, he was not comfortable with being Nick Foles' backup. He wants to be the guy. I get that, but it's like you got to. Everyone knew he, he even knew that he was a starter. I just think he did exactly. Like and, and that's Nick what bothers me is, it, well, it, and again, I get it because He's Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Carson Winston. Now, here's the question: Like, let's say if Nick. Bowls didn't even you know, let's say the Eagles didn't even make the Super Bowl. They lost an individual round to Atlanta, I, or, or even lost an MC Championship game. You wouldn't even. I think there's a different mentality to Carson Wentz's like how he views things because maybe because uh, it's You're not saying like if that, it's like you know, more like the tw- the following season and the double doink year where you lost. And yeah, th- like that kind of way. Yeah, exactly. Again, like just don't go nearly as far, let alone just don't even win. It's, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, like he, he, Trey took as far, but he didn't win. The fact that he won changed so much in Wentz's mindset that it, I think mentally it screwed up with it, screwed up his own mind because, yeah. you know, he's a I very he, I still think he has religious, that spiritual guy. Yeah, I still think he has that same mindset he has before he had He, he definitely does. That he can still now, do, he can still try to escape pockets or do whatever, but just, yeah. at the end of the day, you have to look at your body. You have to look at exactly. your coaches and whoever. Yep. Like and, and that's the biggest issue is like, I don't think he really I don't takes think criticism he, well. I don't think he does either. And, right. and, and that's where, again, kind of my point, going back to the your original uh, question is I definitely think that you can't, but now I know some people are, just like that they can't help it but you've got to be open to the idea it's like hey like if i want to be here and succeed with this team and stick with this culture i gotta change myself and i know it's very difficult to do that but it's like you at least got to show signs of like you're open to that idea just you you don't even have to like instantly change like that it's like hey like it might take me like a month or so but like i'm i'm open I love that sentiments. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Exactly. And that's that's another great example. Uh, so, no, I think you cannot afford to have, again, it, it's no culture or I'll team say another is going to be perfect. There, there's always at least one person like that. You know, it's no fault there. It's just how they are. But, like, that's where the general manager and the, even the coach or – the, the franchise player of that team needs to come in and like, look, like this isn't about you. This is about the entire team as a whole together. We need to get that idea. And if they can live with that idea, like, you know, sure, like focus on stress, whatever, but like, if it helps the team, think about it that way. You're you're helping the team, you know, like, like once you're, if you're in that mindset, then I think by the end of the day, that player can be like a little bit better. It's like, all right, like these are um, um, uh, improving mindsets, but to be fair, but even it is ch- even changing up a bit. Like if you have a guy who's struggling, just don't take it too personally or don't show it too much. Yeah. Cause, yes. Cause depending on the sport you're in, teams may take advantage of that. 
The biggest one I think is hockey. Yes, it's the biggest ones in hockey, but you could also have that in football too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, baseball, yeah, baseball, little could have happened to Bohm, but he actually was the opposite. Yeah, he, he, had the, he was he had the, exact the, opposite. Yeah, he had the errors in the one game against the Mets, and then that pretty much changed him for that season. The season essentially. Yeah. No, absolutely. People, believe it or not, so I, I think it's how all all about how you respond. I agree. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Anyways, the playoffs continue for the Phillies, though. Starts tomorrow. Yes, they do. Yes. One o'clock? One o five? One o seven. So close. Third time strong. One o seven. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Game get, one, the, weird, I don't get yeah. the weird times. It was so funny. My coworkers and I said the same thing. Like, why is it start? I think it's because ceremonial first pitches give players to get warmed up and everything. And like that, that way, you don't see all this pregame stuff on being televised, you know. Right. So no, I, I, think, I, I think the only time it's earlier televised is opening day or like yeah, the beginning exactly. of the World Series, right? Exactly. So stuff like that. But that, that, if, if I guess, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, fightings are on one hundred and seven tomorrow against the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. Uh, we got Nola going right, or, or, or I guess is Wheeler going? Suarez going. Oh shoot! That's right, Suarez. Thank you. Suarez versus Freed. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's an interesting matchup. It is an interesting matchup, but it's not the first time the two of them have gone gone yeah. against each other. They and, actually again, the, this the is last what, two times they've seen the two of them go out. Suarez has pitched pretty well. This is why you play the games. You just know, once you're in, anything can happen. Don't take him for granted. So, Don't take him exactly for one if game at a time. If you do, you could be Braves. like the Muts. Yeah, exactly. You could be out of the playoffs. And with that, and without Brian here, uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. And maybe Brian can share with us his winning adventures. <laughs> Can't wait. Thanks. See you guys.